This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orba. Getting towards the pointy end of the season where the Saturday nights are pretty special. We've got heats of the Derby, heats of the Oaks. We've got one of the major lead-ups to the Victoria Cup and it's grand final night next week with uh, three of the biggest races in harness racing. So it's a pretty special Saturday night and the Saturday night harness preview featuring Rob Orber, thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, who we can't thank enough for their continued support. Uh, Rob, and particularly on nights like these, you uh, uh, look forward in anticipation of when the fields come out to look at barrier draws for the big races. We've only got eight of them, but we've got a really good eight race card. Yeah, hi, Dan. Always an exciting time of the year for uh, harness racing as we uh, head towards the back end, uh, spring and summer's uh, only around the corner, but we've got some fantastic racing and obviously with the change of the racing calendar and obviously uh, still a lot of shuffling going on regarding uh, specific uh, race uh, series and so on, we we find ourselves with the heats of the Derby and Oaks uh, doing uh, battle uh, on Saturday night, and of course, the smoking up sprint, which looks to be a fantastic race, as you mentioned, is a lead up towards the uh, Victoria Cup. And we're going to see some very good horses going around, and uh, we'll have a few short price favourites, but it should make uh, some, some good racing. And I'm sure many people uh, out there that don't mind taking the shorties might take a few all ups, and hopefully, they all land. I know over time, there's often been. Um uh, 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 suggesting that the short price favourites puts people off, but I reckon some of our biggest turnover races in harness racing in the last couple of years, Rob, and I've taken notice, I should know, um, have been when there's been a dominant short price favourite. Some of the big sixes that we've had uh, in the first leg or quaddies uh, or on the big nights, um, there was even one night, dare I say it, a couple of years ago where the race after the Victoria Cup had a short price favourite and the pool, wind pool, was even bigger again. So I'm not one of those people that agree with the short price favourites put people off because the trifecta and first four pools seem to swell up. And there is a quaddy um, a jackpot on Saturday night as well, um, expected to get to 175000 So the TAB have seeded that pool. And again, uh, it looks a terrific card. And you're looking at the first leg of the quaddy with a short price favourite. And I dare say people will put their quaddies on and they'll be wanting to get the first four with Lost Storm in the race. And there was a race last week while I'm on it. Um, there, somebody must have had some huge bet the last race at Melton last week. Uh, and it was not just the biggest wind pool of the night. I think it was the biggest wind pool on the trots for quite some time. It probably resulted in just one bet. But it doesn't matter if it's one bet or a thousand bets or more. Um, it's good to have uh, decent-sized pools on harness racing. And I think we're every chance to get some of that tomorrow night. Okay, it's the Allied Express pace, Rob, that we're kicking off with at 6.27. It's a good race to kick off with. It's over the 1,720. It's over the short course, Danny, which obviously uh, makes it a bit more challenging when you draw poorly and probably your best chance has drawn outside the front row, which I thought was number seven, Captain Pins. However, this horse has come back in an excellent form this campaign. Uh, He's had uh, three runs back from a spell. Um, Dennis McIntyre doing a very good job with him and Mick Bellman, who's been driving the horse, has got a really good affinity with him. He's a very versatile horse. He's got a bit of bottom to him and he's a good sit and sprint horse. He's going to need some luck from barrier seven, but I still 
we'll stick with him uh, as being the best horse in the race. He, he's won 10 from 27. He just needs a bit of luck, and uh, I'm sure Mick will be able to work out uh, tactically which is the best way to go. So I have selected him on top. Ahead of five operative line, who's a very good uh, fast beginner, I, I thought he could get across to the lead. He comes back in distance from uh, his previous uh, few runs, and one thing about him, he's got a good record over the short course, James Herbertson to drive. I think he's going to take a lot of running down here, number five operative line. Uh, one, the chancer, who should get a good trip, I thought probably be leaders back for mine. Uh, he'll uh, get every chance from there and certainly will be well poised. And number two, Jeremy Wells, uh, who's going really well. The stable's having a fantastic run. Ben Yol and Taylor Yule, she's driving in terrific form. Good to see a young talent like Taylor doing so well. And uh, I thought, uh, again, Jeremy Wells comes into this race with uh, a winning chance. It's a tricky race, uh, mainly because of the draw for here, Captain Pins. He's certainly going to need some luck, but I've gone seven on top ahead of five operative line, one the chancer, and two Jeremy Wells. And I like Captain Pins. I think he can make his own luck, Rob. Seven from one, five, and four are my thoughts in race number one. The second event is the Elabar Vic Bread Platinum uh, for the mares here. Non Peril looks as if she'll start a dominant favourite, number nine. Yeah, it looks her race to lose, doesn't it, Dan? This is not an overly strong race. Uh, non Peril uh, went around uh, at uh, Kilmore uh, last start. Uh, and uh, certainly uh, caught the eye with her uh, strong finish behind Rakiro Rebel. She settled well back in the field and she absolutely savaged the line. They went 55-9 last half and that 27-9, which was uh, the fastest quarter of the race, she was doing her best work late and it certainly caught the eye with a really uh, impressive performance. And I thought here she would be clearly the horse to beat here, number nine, nine Peril. I've made her the best bet of the night. Ahead of two, my Corona, who I thought performed pretty well at Horsham last start. It was a good race, uh, which was taken out by Illawong Awesome. My Corona uh, drew back uh, or drew wide, had to go back and was four wide for the second part of that latter race and had to be forced very wide on the home turn. And with a better draw here from Barrier 2, Ryan Backhouse takes a drive for Aaron Dunn and Ryan's doing a good job. He's uh, learning his trait and certainly drives with uh, a bit of flair and I, I thought uh, my Corona certainly comes into this race with a winning chance. I thought eight twisted bliss. Uh, she's absolutely flying at the moment. John Tormey and Alan Tormey have got this uh, mare going really well. She's just got a bit of an awkward draw from inside the second row. She does follow out Choose Reactor, who is a quick beginner. So she just needs a little bit of an opening late and she'll be storming home. And I thought five classic Angelina is a uh, mare that will certainly be improved by uh, her first up effort. We gave her a good push last week and she ran a really nice race at double figure odds. And again, I thought here she's got uh, more improvement fitness-wise and will continue to uh, be on the up. So nine on top, making it the best bet, non-pareil. Ahead of two, uh, my Corona, eight Twisted Bliss and five Classic Angelina. And I'm nine, five, six and two and I can certainly make a good case for Classic Angelina. And the only market that I've seen, she was around the $16 mark and I think that's way over. She's quite progressive, Rob, and attractive price for mine. But nine on top, nine, five, six and two. Third event is the Hip Pocket Workwear Castlemaine Pace. And this looks a good race, a lot of depth here. It is a very good race and a little bit similar to... The first race where you, you have your better chances all drawing uh, quite poorly and it comes down to uh, having some luck in running. 
I'm sticking with District Attorney here for Blake and Ted Caruana. Uh, look, he's uh, a really progressive horse, as we know. He's a four-year-old. He's been really uh, managed uh, with, uh, with 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 kid gloves, and 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 this horse he's had two runs back from a spell. Uh, both uh, two starts have been full of merit. Uh, he was seventh behind Bulletproof Boy first up, carried a flat tie. He had to forget that run. He drew the second row, and then last start. Uh, he really hit the line strongly in the race. It was certainly uh, run slowly early and it was a very fast last half in 55-1 and this horse made ground, only got beaten two metres. He strips a lot fitter for this race, but he has to overcome a wide draw. He meets a, a good quality field, but I'll just back his uh, his class here to, to be able to rise to the occasion. So I'm going to tip him on top here, seven district attorney. Ahead of number 12, uh, which is Perfect Stride, who also draws poorly, comes off a, um, a trial win at Bendigo. He hasn't started since the 8th of July. Ryan Sanderson sticking with this horse, and I thought he could run a very good race. Uh, he was also made uh, first emergency in the uh, smoking up sprint. So that sort of indicates where, uh, where, where he's rated as far as his ability is concerned. Uh, number 10, uh, So What?, Look, she's going uh, not as well as what we probably have seen her in the past. She's probably not going as sharp. But at the same time, you you go through her form. I mean, she chased home treachery, rock and roll do, better eclipse, bulletproof boy, tough Tilly at her last five outings. And this is a bit of a dropping grade for her. So I, I thought she's, she's the value chance. It could improve a little bit here. Number 10, so what? And uh, number three, Ideal Escape, who should press forward. I thought he could certainly find the lead at some stage early in the race and, and be well poised throughout. So 7, 12, 10 and 3 for mine. OK, and my uh, selections, I've got 7 on top as well. 7, 3, 4 and 1, but it's a good race. You can find value about a number of pretty good horses here. Just to give something for our listeners to think about, Rob, of course, the smoking up sprint a little bit later on in the program is the uh, a major lead up towards the Victoria Cup. And uh, I will remind people of the answer in a short while, but give some... Uh, opportunity for a brain exercise the last horse to win the smoking up sprint and then win the victoria cup so you can stew on that while you listen to our thoughts in the next couple of races race number four is the woodland stud victoria derby first heat um, I think this, uh, look, it's a good race, but it's a race where on what we saw of Petrarca through the Vic Bread series, he seems to have merged to that next level. Now that he's got the Group 1 on his uh, belt, he's a pretty special horse, and he's now a Group 1 winner, and he looks to have this race at his mercy. Yeah, he does look very hard to beat. He obviously steps up to the 2760, uh, so that's probably uh, the part that we still... Need to get a little bit of a question mark, but he certainly ticks all the boxes, doesn't he, Dan? And providing he relaxes and he finds a lead and he doesn't pull and he just settles nicely and he can sizzle off that last uh, half. And it's hard to see a lot of pressure being applied here during the race. And we sort of feel that he will find the front and from that point control the race. He's a winner of nine from 12. He's got 184,000 next to his name. He won the Vic Bread final uh, in, uh, in in great style and, again, uh, the stable will have him uh, absolutely primed for this. So I'm expecting him to win here, Petrarca. Uh, interesting runner here, nine Celebrity Royal. Uh, only had the one start, 
back in July was uh, a, a nice win over uh, a much inferior company here, but uh, Emma Stewart and Zach Chapman combine here. It'll be interesting to see how Celebrity Royal measures up, but the stable uh, have obviously got confidence that this horse can uh, measure up, otherwise they wouldn't have him here, and I'm expecting him to run a good race, nine Celebrity Royal. I thought one... Rosanna Rebel, who gets a beautiful draw here uh, from the pole position. Mick Bellman, again, has got a horse that's got gate speed. You would imagine he would probably lead early and take the trail and, and have a sit and uh, make sure it qualifies for the derby and, and be some, some chance of earning some prize money here. So one Rosanna Rebel I've put in for third. And I've put in one of a, a bit of a bolter. I mean, obviously eight, uh, which is, of course, uh, Viking will get a soft trip on the back of Rosanna Rebel. But two our Vincent can go is a horse that I think's going really well. And he, the way he races, he's a very tough, grinding-type pacer. And I thought the 2700 would really suit him. And if you're looking for one at a bit of value for uh, for your first fours, I'd certainly be including here number two, our Vincent can go. So six on top, looks a winner, ahead of nine, one, two and eight, be playing the trifectas and first fours. Six, one, five, and eight are my selections here. But uh, Louis Lawai, he looks a really good chance to obviously get through to the final, and he might well be a safe bet for the play. So I didn't put him in, but perhaps I should have. Six, one, five, eight, race number four. Race five, Rob, we're up to the first leg of the quaddy. It's the second heat of the Woodland Stud Victoria Derby. The barrier draw looks as if it's ready made for the Lost Storm, but. He's first up since the Tabureka. I personally thought he was a bit disappointing in that race, um, but his form before that was excellent. And, of course, he comes out of the very best horses in Australia to back to the uh, three-year-old grade, albeit a pretty good and strong heat. Yeah, look, he uh, he won the Queensland Derby, didn't he, over to 2680, came back to Melton, had a win over Final Collect, and as you said, maybe on face value, you know, he he, he looked a little bit disappointing there at Menangle in the Tabureka. He's a three-year-old taking on some very seasoned horses, and I think it was a pretty big ask, just the same. But look, um, from a quality perspective, he's, uh, he's all class, he... Draws barrier one, you would expect him to uh, to find the top and, um, and and run a very big race here. So I'll stick with him. Ahead of seven, the real Sherlock, who continues to tick the boxes. I mean, he's lost no admirers in any of his three starts. Uh, in the Purden stable, Gene Feast, the owner, you, you know that this stable will uh, have targeted this series uh, for the real Sherlock. He'll be primed to run a very good race. I'm expecting him to, to be right in this race. Two captains knock, one from Brad Hewitt's team, Nathan Jack drives, he gets a nice draw. I'm expecting him to be uh, well positioned to be a chance. And six, Captain Hammerhead, who's the other three-year-old that comes out of the Eureka. And uh, if, we, if we're putting that as the strongest form line of all, uh, Captain Hammerhead's got to go in as a, uh, as a chance as well. So look, one on top ahead of seven, two and six in what looks to be a very good race, race five. Race five, first thing of the quaddy, and keeping in mind there is the seeded uh, quaddy uh, pool from the tab, and they're projecting a $175,000 quaddy pool. So it's well worth playing, particularly if you're thinking that you can reduce the quaddy down to a treble or maybe even less, because the Lost Storm is a short prize favourite in the first leg. My selections are 1, 7, 2, and 10. Mind you, if he gets beaten, 
there is your value. So that's race number five we've looked at. We're up to the tab smoking up sprint. I posed the question earlier, Rob, of the horse, the last horse, uh, in fact, the only horse that has won the uh, smoking up uh, sprint in the lead up to winning the Victoria Cup. And it was in 2017. And it was the mighty Lenny the Shark. Yeah. Lenny the Shark was the horse that uh, has uh, done the double uh, in the lead up, the, uh, the smoking up sprint and the Victoria Cup. The Victoria Cup will be run next week. Uh, this time, um, Catch a Wave is the favourite, but the barrier draw makes it interesting because he's drawn inside of the back row. It does make it interesting. Um, you know, and he obviously comes off uh, probably uh, uh, the Eureka where he performed well below what we, he knows that he's capable of doing. He's trialled at Melton and he, he'll be primed to, to run a very good race. It's just a case of, you know, do you rush in and take short odds for him. Uh, look, I, I'm going to stick with that three bulletproof boy. He's got hard race fitness on his side and he's got the barrier draw to, to lead. And uh, as long as he doesn't do anything silly, he went to Menangle and uh, did a few things wrong there, but that was uh, a little bit uncustomary for him. Uh, he then drew uh, the second row there at Kilmore last start and um, made up uh, made up good ground to get beaten just under five metres behind Outlaw Man. They ran some pretty good solid times in that race. Gets back to his pet distance. He, he loves the sprint course. He gets a barrier draw to lead. So I'm going to tip him uh, three bulletproof boy. Ahead of eight, catch a wave. I mean, we know he's an outstanding horse. He's a winner of over $1.1 million, 18 wins from 25 starts. If you just take away the uh, below-par performance at Menangle, you know, his form is impeccable and he, he'll be very hard to hold out. I'm really expecting one Blitzern to be there at the finish. Um, I like the fact where he's drawn. He's going to really sit off the speed. He's got a really sharp sprint on him. If he won this race, I would not be shocked at all. And I, I think that if you're taking quaddies and, and multiples, you must put one in with him winning the race. And uh, number nine, which, of course, is triple eight for the Jess and Greg Sugars uh, stable, who's got plenty of class about him. So three, eight, one and nine, interesting race. So I'm taking quaddies. I'll be putting all four of those runners in. And uh, actually, I'm very keen on Catch a Wave, Rob. I think he can win. I, I love his acceleration um, when he's back in the field coming off a sit. Uh, so I've got the eight on top. But Bulletproof Boy, who's won this race a couple of years ago, um, looks like he'll lead and is the obvious threat. I thought Blitzen's run first up was terrific. The way he found the line can only be improved and then gets a good gait this time as well. So I think they're the main chances. And Triple Eight's always capable and much better off a faster pace. As a good sit sprinter as he's got older... And the race shape might suit him here as well. Eight, three, one, and nine. Um, speaking of uh, Victoria Cup lead-ups in Brisbane tomorrow night, of course, Sunday, Saturday night, Leap to Fame goes around, and that will be the race where um, Grant Dixon will decide whether he comes to Melbourne or not. I'm starting to think now it's more likely than not likely. Uh, based on the last couple of weeks, he's found a race, certainly a winnable race, Rob, and um, I'm sure that Grant will be able to make his decision, providing he can get transport to fly the horse down, and uh, we might be able to see Leap to Fame 
him in the Victoria Cup. And another horse that might be worth keeping an eye on at Menangle Saturday night seems to have come out of nowhere, even though we've known him here in Victoria, is Hi, my name is Jeff, who I notice is right up there, high up in the market for the Victoria Cup now, having won his last three, but he's up against the free-for-allers, race five at Menangle to, on Saturday night. So just a couple of horses to keep an eye on uh, in the lead-up to the, the Victoria Cup. Okay, we're up to race number seven, and it's the Pride's Easy Feed at Victoria Oaks first heat. And Sahara Breeze, um, a much improved uh, filly this preparation, and last start Group 1 winner will be the favourite. Yeah, look, she'll be the favourite. She won the Vic Bread final. Uh, she drew a nice barrier. This is another test for her. She draws uh, barrier 12 over the 27.60. And, you know, it's probably a race where uh, it'll be interesting to see how Chris Alford plays this from a tactical perspective because at the end of the day, he's just got to make sure that... Uh, he gets her through to the Oaks. Uh, first uh, six runners with only the two heats uh, will, will filter through. And uh, she might have to make a, a move mid-race to, to get around them to uh, avoid the trouble and sit up in the breeze. But, look, it's hard to tip against her. Um, she's won eight from 16. It's just another test forward for her. But, again, she looks hard to beat. Uh, from... Uh, for second, I've put in number seven, Perfect in Pink. I'll, I'll stick with that Vic Bread final form. Uh, obviously, the past has told us all Vic Bread final, finals are, are always a great form line race for horses moving forward. Uh, I think she can um, run well here, number seven, Perfect in Pink. Again, probably a question mark the distance for her, but we'll see how she applies. Number three, First Dance, uh, has certainly been a progressive filly. She's won five from ten from the Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugar stable. And we know both Jess and Greg do a fantastic job in, um, in, in, in peaking these horses for these type of races. So I'm expecting her to run a very good race. She's got the barrier draw to, to take advantage of it, and she might be the one. And five, Alicia and Jay, who uh, also comes out of the Vic Bread final, and she's only lightly raced, but she can continue to improve. So 12 on top from 7, 3 and 5, but it's a, a race that uh, a little bit weary about. 12, 3, 7, 5 are my selections, race number 7. The top 6 going through to qualify for the final next week. You're listening to the Saturday Night Harness Preview on RSN. Thank you to the Victoria Harness Racing Club for their continued sponsorship. And we're up to the last of eight. It's the second heat of the Pride's Easy Feed, Victoria Oaks, Rob. And look, this is the stronger of the two heats. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Major delight. Um, got the job done first up. I suspect she was a little bit vulnerable there, but she's never been big on winning by uh, huge margins, has she? But she just gets the job done. And uh, she's 11 out of 12, uh, 11 wins from 12 starts, and we'll start a pre well, almost a prohibitive uh, short price favourite here, but with that in mind, horses like Sweet Bella, uh, Joyful and Jewel Melody are at terrific odds. Yeah, I'm going to have a little uh, each-way bet on Jewel Melody, uh, number one. I, I just, uh, I've always had enormous respect for this uh, filly. I, I always liked her from a young horse. Uh, I like the fact she's drawn barrier one. I like the fact uh, that Bernie Hewitt uh is down to drive and, and, and will be here. And I just think she's going to get a nice trip on the back of Major Delight. I think that's what we're sort of half expecting, uh, Major Delight to lead and Jewel Melody to be leaders back. And if that's the case, I'm happy to play Jewel Melody each way. I, I think she's a genuine chance and she gives me 
the indication that I think the 2760 will really suit her. So I'm going to tip her on top here to defeat Major Delight, who's uh, a star. She's won 11 from 12 and, you know, you can't knock a horse. It's got uh, the form line that she has and, you know, she's going to be really, really hard to beat. Nine Sweet Bell, another very, very talented filly. She's a winner of seven of eight and uh, she gets a nice trailing draw. Uh, she'll run a very good race, as will uh, number 12, Joyful, from the Emma Stewart Stable. So the St- Stewart Stable certainly play a, a massive hand in uh, in these races. But I'm going to go one each way, Jewel Melody, ahead of two major delight, nine, Sweet Bella, and 12, Joyful. Uh, and, of course, the other horse that I think is going really well is VMG McRae. But Barry Draws haven't been super kind to her at the moment, uh, so providing she gets a little bit of luck, she, she certainly can figure in the finish as well. But it's a, it's, a, it's a good race. It certainly is. I nearly did the same as you and tipped Jewel Melody because she looked a slightly better value and looks to get the right run. But as I said, there's still an art form in winning and Major Delight seems to perfect it. Uh, two from one, but I think she's got a great chance, Jewel Melody. 12 and 9. 2 one, 12, nine. A terrific race to finish on the second heat of the Pride's Easy Feed Victoria Oak. So an excellent night with a tab smoking up sprint and the Woodland Stud Victoria Derby heats as well. All right, Rob, we uh, get to the uh, best bet uh, look for the night. What have you come up with? Yeah, best bet. Look, I thought race two, number nine, nine, Pareil. It looks a really good race for non-Pareil and I'm expecting her to be winning uh, that second race of the program. And my best uh, value was in the last race, uh, Jewel Melody each way, race eight, number one for Bernie Hewitt. I- I'm expecting her to run a, a really solid race, as I uh, indicated. So they're the two that uh, we'll be uh, focusing on in what should be a fantastic uh, night's racing. First event kicking off at 6.27, race eight at 10.28, and uh, we wish all the connections the very best of luck on such a big night. And my best to race one, number seven, Captain Pins, and race six, number eight, Catch a Wave. And on such a good night, you'd think it would be a brilliant place to be, is in the, in the club lounge, uh, looking at all these quality horses, particularly over the next couple of weeks, Rob. Yeah, look, uh, the Victorian Harness Racing Club have uh, certainly um, worked really hard. Uh, they've got their room up and running and uh, now's the time to, to become a member of the club. They've got a special uh, spring and summer deal of $69 to become a social club member that uh, provides you automatic access to the club lounge. And if you're heading out to uh, the Harness Race uh, meeting at Melton over the next few months, what a great uh, place to be, uh, the club lounge. So hopefully you can support uh, the club and um, ensuring that you can pick up uh, a membership and uh, enjoy the facilities out there. Yeah, absolutely. Good time of the year to be able to do that. Thank you, Rob. Good luck with your selections and a terrific night ahead of us at uh, Melton. Happy harnessing, everyone.